We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So Dr. Young says that it was translated in the causative sense into the English translation when it should have been an allowing sense, that God allowed it. Now, you see, God had to allow sickness to come because his word was out. It was already established. It was part of the covenant. It could not be changed. Now, if we realize that God is on our side and he's not out making people sick and giving them cancer and trying to bless them with all the sickness in the world. You know, there's people that believe that, well, you know, this sickness is of God. Well, if it is, if sickness were of God, where did he get it? Where would God go to get sickness? It's like that song that David Engels sang. If God were to give you sickness, he'd have to steal it first because he doesn't have any. So sickness does not come from God. Sickness is a work of the evil one. It comes from the devil. It originated from the devil. Now let's go over into the New Testament. We could spend a lot of time on that, but I want to get over into the New Testament because this is where we find the answers. Galatians, the third chapter, verse 13. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Now get a hold of this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. What did Christ redeem us from? The curse, the sickness, the botch of Egypt, and all of the madness and all the other things that he said would come upon them. Now, see, that was to the children of Israel. That was under the old covenant. But now here's the language of the new covenant. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. The new covenant took us away from the curse. We have been delivered from the curse under the new covenant. Well, now somebody said if we've been delivered from it, then nobody will ever get sick anymore. Well, now, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. Have we been delivered and redeemed from sin? Christ died for the sinner. He redeemed us. Well, can anybody sin anymore? Certainly we can if we want to. And you can still come under the curse. In fact, back up there just a few verses. Back up to verse 9. So then they which are of faith are blessed by faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Now that's strong language, isn't it? Paul says that if you're trying to still live under the old law, under this new covenant, if you're still trying to go with the old law, you're still under the curse of the law. In fact, he makes it strong. He says you've fallen from grace. If you're trying to live under the law, you've fallen from grace. Because you can't live under the law and be under grace. I'd rather be under grace. I mean, you don't want to go to God and say, God, I demand justice. Hey, man, you don't want that. You better plead for mercy and grace. 
Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, you see, Christ redeemed us. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come on us. We're redeemed from the curse. Thank God. Proverbs, the 26th chapter, verse 2, makes a statement that I think it's important for you to look at. He talks about the curse causeless shall not come. Let's just read from verse 1. As snow in the summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemingly for a fool. As a bird by wandering and a swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. In other words, there's a cause for it when it comes. There was a cause when it came to the children of Israel. There was a cause when it came under the old covenant. But thank God there's still a cause if it comes under the new covenant. Sickness is a curse. It is not a blessing. It is not a blessing from God. And I know there's some dear deceived hearts that believe that cancer is a blessing from God. I'm here to announce to you that cancer is a curse. It is not a blessing of God. If it were a blessing, we ought to pray that everybody would have a blessing. Maybe two of them. But it's not. It is a curse. It is death started in the body. God's against it. His word is against it. God said in his word that he sent his word and healed them. Psalms 107 verse 20. And delivered them from their destruction. So God's word is capable of healing and delivering. Go with me to James the first chapter. See what I want to do is point out to you the language under the new covenant. You see the language changed totally under the new covenant. Now remember, this is the same God. We're still serving the same God, but we're under grace instead of the law. Boy, I'm glad we're under grace. Have you ever read the things they had to do under the law? I mean, once they sinned, it was a 24-hour-a-day job to offer the sacrifices and cut up and make all of those sacrifices. Man, after you once sinned, you didn't have time to sin anymore. <laughs> you was busy 24 hours a day making offerings and sacrifices. <laughs> oh, thank God for grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. James, the first chapter. Listen to what James says. Well, let's start with verse 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted of evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Now, under this new covenant, we are not under the curse of the law unless we try to operate under the old covenant. Now, if you're trying to do good works and merit favor with God, Paul says you're under the curse of the law and the curses will hit you in the face. They'll come upon you. But now under the new covenant, here he says, every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. Sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. In other words, when you're enticed into sin, you open yourself up to the curse because you become legal game to the devil. Satan has a legal right 
to bring upon you all of the things that he has to destroy you. Because you have set yourself in a position in his territory. Now, remember, you're not under the law anymore. But you see, thank God there's good news. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that good news? I mean, brother, you can stop sin dead in its tracks with 1 John 1, 9 by being obedient to it. Now, remember, that is spoken to the church. That's not talking to sinners. That was spoken to the church. If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive your sins, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Now, sickness and disease is a tool of the enemy. Now, just check up on yourself. I've noticed over the last several years, you see, when you begin to study the Word of God and get insight into this, you begin to see some things. And I see things more clearly than I did a few years ago. I've found out that when a cold or a sore throat or the things that come against me flu or something, if I just check up on myself a few days before and sometimes less than 24 hours before, I have walked out of love, I have lost my temper, I have done something unkind to some individual, I open myself up to the devil. Now, that does not necessarily mean, now listen to what I'm saying, doesn't necessarily mean that because brother so-and-so's sick and he's been sick for 20 years, it's something that he hadn't repented of. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you will watch and check up on yourself, you'll find these little sicknesses that just come now and then begin to associate them with you missing the mark. Because, you see, you become open game to the devil. See, you get over in the devil's territory when you walk out of love. Amen. You get over in his territory. And you get some things that don't belong to you. Just check up on yourself. It helps us to check up on ourselves sometimes. You get in strife. The Bible says where there's strife and confusion, there is every evil work. So you get in strife with individuals and you've opened yourself up to every evil work. And one of those evil works is sickness and disease. Now, doctors have proven that arthritis and certain diseases of that order are made worse by individuals that get in strife and hold grudges. It's important that we understand these things. Now, don't go trying to judge somebody else. See, we're talking about, does sickness come from God? No, it does not come from God. It is a work of the enemy. See, just stop and think about it for a minute. The Bible says, when Satan is done away with, you see, before Satan came, there was no sickness on the earth. And when Satan is done away with, then there'll be no sickness. Now, that ought to tell us something. I mean, you know, we ought to be able to get a little subtle hint out of that, that he must have had something to do with it. Amen. Sickness and disease is never a blessing of God. It's a curse. And we need to realize that God wants you well and God wants you healed. Now, before I leave the broadcast today, I want to remind you that our CD offer this week is called What Are Doctrines of Devils? Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. You know, the Apostle Paul said in 1 Timothy 4, 
the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, doctrines of devils is anything that you would say that God did and it be attributed to the devil, or anything that the devil did and you attribute it to God. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20 says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. You know, we see that today on television and on radio, people talking about what is so good and all of this stuff. Books on witchcraft they call good. It's just a runaway bestseller. As doctrines of devils is what we're referring to and show you why people get into so much darkness. Woe unto them that call evil good, good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength that mingle strong drink. What are doctrines of devils? Anything that's attributed to God that the devil did is a doctrine of devils. And you need to know that there are a lot of things that people are attributing to God that God didn't do and it'll get you in a heap of trouble if you call it that way. That's offer number 7241. It's called What Are Doctrines of Devils? Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.